Sounds on Vinyl, the show where a couple of guys drink from the horns and celebrate listening to the best music on vinyl. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show, the only show that has a couple of dudes that hang out, talk about vinyl, and uh, all that good stuff. My name is, as always, Phil Boyer. And from across the vast open sea is my brother from another mother, professor, rock star extraordinaire, the lead singer of bands from the year 1637 and beyond. Mike Spenson. Mike, how the hell is it going? (laughs) It's going good. I mean, it's... I mean, those intros, they're they're getting more epic every time, man. 1637. Oh, yeah. that, that, that's that's great. I mean, at least we were a country. How about you? <laughs> well, we were a continent. Well, <laughs> we, we were a continent. <laughs> <laughs> we used to visit your continent like thousands of years before that, and we didn't even want it. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, uh, well, we'll bail. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Well, it's eh. it's going real right. good. Uh, it's good. it's it's uh, way cooler now. It's more in, in in like the mellow parts that I like. It's sort of like twenty one, twenty two uh, degrees Celsius right now, which is sort of like uh, I don't know. Um, could it be in the like sixties, seventies, something like that? I don't. Yeah. I don't that care. Sounds about but right. I yeah. could use that. I could use yeah. that. We're still on fire here in the wonderful state of Idaho. In yeah. fact, uh, as we record this, tomorrow we enter into a four-day heat advisory where we're going to be pushing record temps. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Over here, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's all in we're good on fire. fun. We're, we're like yeah. that Kiss song, Heaven's on Fire, right? Oh, See, man. I had to pull Kiss in. I, you yes, know. you you had to first I mean, first to, to to do kiss to reference kiss. Yeah, there you cool. go. And I, and I have to do this since you mentioned having some fire. You may have to call out the firehouse. Oh, because Ooh. it's hotter than hell. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, we could do this all night, man. There's and a I, show I need in a itself. cold gin to cool me off. Oh. Oh, damn. Well, you got the shoes. Oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> All Is right. It? Let's get into the show. Hey, we got we got an exciting announcement, man. We've been working oh, on yeah. a lot of stuff here mm-hmm. at Booze Hound. And uh, one of those things is, and we, we kind of teased this last week, is the Sweden Rock little short documentary. Oh, that, yeah. Um, we put together. Mike was mm-hmm. there and did some interviews and filmed some stuff. And Dan put it all together for us. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. And you can get that right now. You can watch that. It's on the YouTube channel. We'll put a link in the description. You can also go to boosthoundtv.com and uh, check it out there. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's slick. Yeah, it's slick. And and even even Sweden Rock Festival themselves said it's oh that's pretty cool. So, well, yes, it's endorsed th- by Sweden Rock. There you go. Who I guess so. I mean, if they say it's good, it, then well, then it is not? right. Then why yeah, not? Of course. Of yeah, course. that's a, that's a cool thing. I, I had a great time uh, meeting a lot of people and uh, got to to witness a lot of of cool shows and and. Um, well, it, it it was a blast, and and you can you can check it out. Uh, I mean, I had such a good time. So, the Sweden Rock F- documentary favorite for performance you. at Sweden Rock favorite performance from Sweden Rock Festival twenty twenty two. I'll have to say uh, it's a tie between Saxon because they went off. I, I'm I'm a sucker for for bands that all of a sudden do stuff that's out of their set list and mm. all of a sudden Biff Byford decided to when when the the people chanted crusader and he he, he looked at the set list and he said it's not even in her 
So, but <laughs> who cares? And he, he tore the set list apart, and then play, they played Crusader. So that, that was, was awesome. an epic moment for me as a Saxon fan. Uh, awesome. Their their performances all always stellar. It, it's it's a, it's a great show. But I have to say that the helicopters did an, such an amazing show at this year's Sweden Rock Festival. They were in the zone, right on the money, and it's it was tight. It was rowdy. It was such a a, a great show. So I have to say the helicopters and Saxon. There, there is a tie, there but you go. it's uh, it was yeah, it was really great. So awesome, and I yes. think both of those are actually in the uh, documentary. They are, they are. So you can go see. To... Oh yes, for yourself. How, how kick ass! How, how cool it was. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So boozehoundtv. So go check it out. YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can go to weareboozehound.com slash YouTube and uh, go check it out there. It'll be available. Well, it's available right now. So go mm-hmm. after you listen to this, go, go watch it. Yes. You'll have fun. Cool. Oh yeah. And now, and I'm now turn it over more to you, fun. Mike, cause you, you got a surprise. Yes. Cause you hit me up this oh, yeah. morning Yes. and you're like, Hey, <laughs> I, I need a top five list from you. And I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> to, right now you, I got to do this now. You're making me go back like 40 years. Really? Yes. Okay. And he won't tell me what he's got planned with this list. But no. So, what, what what are we doing here, man? What's going on? Uh, uh, it's like this on on my Instagram account at Sounds and Vinyl. I I um I tend to to uh go with. I try to keep everything f- fresh, and um, all of a sudden I I thought to myself, well, it's. I've been doing this for some three or four years, I I think, on there, on Instagram, four years. And you're bound to post, like, the same album a couple of times because you listen to them a lot. And then I thought to myself, why not mix everything up and do uh, post my weekend playlist? So I, I got together with all the the stuff that I, I usually listen to. And uh, and I started posting uh, multiple albums, like top five for the weekend that I listened to. And all of a sudden, I got like from two or three different places, uh, <clears throat> on one on DM and one in the comment, and, and uh, I can't remember that one. What's your ultimate top five list? And that always gets me going because I, I can name a top five list like this. But if you ask me in like 30 seconds, that would be all be changed. Mm-hmm. So I right. had to <clears throat> wreck my brain and it's it's the top five. My ultimate top five we're doing here today. So uh, that's why I wanted you to do your top five list of songs because I've done the same. I did a top five of the albums and then I did a top five of the songs on those albums. So, and I thought that we can compare notes to see if we're in the same ball, ballpark when, we, when we're talking about music that we grew up on. Because my top five list this time is from the top five albums that meant the most to me when I was growing up. And they, some of them still today means like the world to me. I, I listen to at least three or four of them on a regular basis, but all of them at least four or five times a year, easily. Some of them even more. So are you ready? I'm going right, backwards. You said from 1983 mm-hmm. yes. to 1985. Well, you said between the ages yes. of 13 and 15, which is for me, yeah. 83 to 85. Yes. Okay. So so and and for for me that's 1980 
three till 1986. Okay. That's when I was 13 to 15 years old. So, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> now, mine are not in any kind of order. So, because okay. I'm old and I can't, you know, think back that far <laughs> and figure that out. <laughs> okay. I, I, but it's, but it's I've got, really I've got hard. a couple honorable mentions as well. So, yeah. It's really hard for me to put them any in any particular order, but but I had to force myself since we're doing this show, and I got asked, "Could you name them from from one to five? And I had to to really do that. So this is it. Okay. Right now on the Sons and Vinyl, Mike's top five list of the stuff that he listened to growing up which means the world to him, me. Okay. So I have to gotcha. have a sip. And I didn't even think to bring the records. No. So number Just, five. Anyway. All right. Number yes. five. Number five. Is this one. Oh, God, I forgot about yes. that one. That was uh-huh, a, yeah, I listened to the shit out of that. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Def Leppard Pyromania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, I mean, the first time I heard the Flippard was on a on, on that German TV show that I always uh, brag about that I recorded on on VHS cassette when I was like a kid when I discovered all the Judas Priest, Scorpions, and and all that good stuff. <clears throat> so I never heard of the Flippard, and all of a sudden it hits me like a ton of bricks. What the hell is this? And I had to know everything about them, and I had to go out and buy, especially this album, which was like the new one at the time. Uh, And, uh, of of course, I backtracked. I'm sorry to say, and we talked about this before, but this is is like the last album. I I got the... um, Oh, I can't even remember what it's called, the, the, the album that came after this one. Hysteria? Hysteria, yeah. There we go. That's the last album by Def Leppard that I own. Um, I am, we, we talked about this. I'm For me, it's, it's a bit different when we talk about bands. I'm very, very happy that Def Leppard is still around with all the crap that this band had to go through the guitar player, Steve Clark dying mm-hmm. and, and Rick Allen losing his arm in, in a car accident. And they all waited for him to do hysteria. But, uh, with that being said, uh, the music is not for me anymore. This is Mm-mm. the real deal here. The flipper yeah. pyromania <clears throat> released in 1983, of course. And, three, and yeah. you get, yeah, and you got songs like Photograph, Too Late for Love, Coming Under Fire, Fooling, Die Hard Hunter. I mean, not a bad song on the record. Oh my god, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's 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 such a good album, uh, and I I just love this lineup with with Steve Clark and 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 and. Um, Phil Collin and Rick Allen and Joe Elliott and, and Rick Savage. So it's this one means like the world to me. I'll listen to this on a regular basis. So, um, but I'm thinking right now, should I mention the, I should mention my, my, uh, my song for this one too. Yes. It would be easier to do that. Yeah. Yes. So my favorite song on this album is a song called Bill's Got a Gun. Mm-hmm. And he's on the run. Mm-hmm. Confusion is, yeah, you see, yeah, great song. I wish I. That's could. one of my favorites. Yeah, too. It is, yeah, it is, and it's such an epic album. Such an. Epic. It is okay, and now it gets really hard. It really, really hard, but but it's it's. I don't know. There there was a there was a tie between. I I'd changed the list over and, and over again between number three and number four, <clears throat> but I had to go with. Oh, 
I'm guessing you already know. No, fuck it. Took the wrong one. It's Dios. Dio. Holy Diver. Dio. On number four. Dio's Holy Diver. And this was like also from 1983. There's a lot of things going on in 1983 for me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I discovered metal me i i'm I'm like 12 years old so uh i'm a bit younger than i wrote to you but but it's mm-hmm. okay you can forgive me between the ages of 12 and 15 <clears throat> but it i mean the first time i heard ronnie james Dio sing w- w- with the song holy diver i i really couldn't grasp that that you could sing like that it was it was sort of like, holy fuck, what the hell? And then when I got got out and, and bought this album and and listened to it from from my back to back, I mean, it starts with stand up and shout with all those guitars that that in the intro, and mm-hmm. you can hear Ronnie's voice, and 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 I I remember and and still to this day, I, I become like twelve, fourteen years. Uh, 13 years old when I listened to this album it's it's there is so much memory uh, I mean there is so much stuff going on uh, I never see I never saw any videos or, or clips uh, I only had because uh, back in in the day when I was growing up in Sweden we didn't have access to MTV we didn't have any like a, uh, cable so so uh, we only had like three channels that we had to watch two Swedish channels and a and a Danish one and they never ever showed any music at all uh, at least not metal music mm-hmm. so i had to go look at all the pictures i had to imagine them playing a show and then i remember i think it was like 1985 or 1986 Right before Christmas, they 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 decided to air a thirty minute special with Dio, and I I thought to myself, what the fuck? A, a friend of mine told me, is this real? I mean, Swedish television really metal music on primetime television, and lo and behold, it was like thirty 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 minutes, uh, yeah, thirty minutes of of, of Dio, mm. and it it was. Seeing that, I mean, <laughs> I remember it's it's very harsh to say, but w- when I saw him going out on stage, man, that's a small dude. He's very <laughs> short, and you can see all the the guys playing with him. But all of a sudden, uh, you you heard him sing. I mean, for the first time. I mean, moving pictures for crying out loud! It sounds like I'm I'm from the 1800s, but it's 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 crazy to to when when you get to see a band perform for the first time, even though it's on television, it it hits you like a ton of bricks, mm-hmm. and with all the the the, the, the lasers and 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 whatnot, uh, and it it's. It's such a fantastic show, and I remember recording that one on on VHS cassette tape, and and looking at it over and over again. So, uh, the Dio's Holy Diver, it's true to my heart still to this day. Ronnie MD, one of the best metal singers of all time, I would say. I'm throwing it out there, saying mm-hmm. it's it's one of the best, if not the best. And and I'm not putting down Rob Halford or anyone else, but it's hey, fucking hell be that the, best. the yes. And I, could we kind of? I, I mean, could we like right now say that he? I mean, Rainbow, Black Sabbath, Dio, Elf. I mean, fucking hell that this dude has been around, man. You know, and and the thing about Dio, which I think it's safe to say that he is probably the best metal singer that we've had in our lifetime so far. Is because yeah. he he had what a fifty sixty year career singing, and yeah, even in his last days, 
the dude, his voice did not, he still had his voice. He, nothing about his voice degraded. The voice was the same before he died as it was when he first started. And you can't say the same for pretty much any other singer, which I think makes Dio extraordinary in that sense. And again, I'm not knocking Rob Halford or Bruce Dickinson. I mean, Bruce Dickinson had throat cancer and can still fucking sing better than a lot of singers out there. So, but their voice, as you get older, I mean, it's just, it's nature, right? It just, your voice Mm -hmm. goes, it's, it, it, that's just how Mm -hmm. it is. And you as a singer, you know, you know that you have to protect your voice Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that. Right. And for this guy to go that long, he he takes the, he takes the win, man. He's number one. Yeah. And, and and it's funny that you say, because we talked about this, a friend of mine, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I mean, his voice never degraded. As long as he lived, it never degraded, and and it was it was like I I I don't know that there there is some myths and legends to it that the that he he had a, a, a he was short of some ribs in 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 his uh so the, and for for. With science, I, I don't know if it's true, but it, he he could like inhale and 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 keep air for longer parts of time than, than uh, uh, a usual right singer that 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 sings in 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 a metal band. So so the, he he had a breathing technique that was like huge com- compared to to other singers, and I don't know if that's true, but I never saw. I, I watched him both with Black Sabbath with Heaven and Hell, and I watched him uh, uh, at least at least a handful of times, maybe more w- with his his uh, solo band Dio, and I never saw a bad show. Mm. Never. No, the dude always never always did his ass. voice after like two hours of of. Of singing and and belting it out, it, it never degraded. As long as he lived, it never degraded. It and it it it's insane. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I should be so lucky if if I'm half the guy that that <laughs> he was, but I'm 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 not. I'm only like fifteen percent, something like that. There you go. Dio, Dio, Holy Diver, and of course, the song. That gets me every time when I listen to this album, and it's my all-time favorite song with Dio. It is, of course, "Holy Diver." Holy Diver, fucking the go. intro w- with with the wind and and all that, and and oh man, oh man, jeez! I know this one I listen to at least at least five times a year, maybe more, but. This is the real deal right there. Mm-hmm. So Dio's Holy Holy Diver on number four on my list. There you go. Okay. And and it was like very, very hard for me to pick on this next album if it's supposed to be number three or number four. I, I couldn't really decide, but then I had to go uh, by heart and say that this next album is, I mean, it's, I, well, you know, I'm I just going to show it. So number three on my list, top five of all-time favorite list albums, I suppose to say. Fucking hell. There we go. Iron Maiden. Peace of mind. Iron Maiden right there. Mm-hmm. Also from, from the, the German TV show. That I saw when I was a kid. I remember to this day, and I still watch that show. And and call me insane, but that's like the best performance I've ever seen a band do on a live TV show like that. They ripped it up, and they left everybody dumbfounded. And and till this day, it's sort of like, I mean, I don't know. But 
<clears throat> bear in mind that I'm 12 years old and I'm discovering this for the first time. I might be 13. I, I, I can't remember, but I think I was like 12 when I saw that show. And I mean, peace of mind, Iron Maiden. I mean, Great is record. there a bad song on this one? I mean, it, it is. And there is there is even a, a bad song on, on the deal. I mean, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah, the, the Maiden record it, was the one that got me into Maiden. Oh, yeah. That that record yeah. right there. That's kind of where I started with Maiden. And yeah, just a, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just a great that, record. That was the great first. Record. Yeah, I, I think this was like the first Maiden album that I bought with my own money. So, and that's why. And of course, it has my all-time favorite song on this one. So on number three, it has to be The Trooper. Wow, Trooper. Still huh? to this day, it, it yeah, it gets to me. I have some Trooper and, cans back here. Oh, there you go. Some oh, yeah. Trooper beer. Yeah. There you go. And, 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 and a funny story. Because uh, when, when they when they play, played in Gothenburg, we talked about this. I, I went to see the show uh, uh, in Gothenburg uh, this summer. They have uh, they they tend to hook up with different breweries around the world to release the the, the trooper beer. Mm-hmm. And you would imagine that when you're a big band, you say, "Well, you you can you can do." whatever you want just put our name on it and and mm-hmm. and we don't care like oh no 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 they're english and they it needs to be in a certain way all right so bruce dickinson he jumped on a plane right and he went to sweden to this little brewery and said hello my name is bruce dickinson i'm from my maiden I tend to check out your brewery here, see that you do stuff properly. And they did. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and the brewery, I um, they, they showed pictures from the brewery and you can see that they filmed and, and, and the staff going like this. Bruce Dickinson, what the fuck? <laughs> so, and he said, hello, hello, I'm Bruce Dickinson. I doing? So, they tend to secure every beer and every brewery that they released a trooper beer on. I think that's mm-hmm. that's fucking insane, but so cool. Yeah. So you can't release a trooper beer from Iron Maiden if you if you're not a, a brewing company that that gets a visit from one of the band members in Maiden, and they get to say, "Well, this is okay." We'll give you a green light, and you, you go ahead and 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 uh, brew our trooper yeah. ale or, or beer and whatnot. So it's, I, I, I gotta mean, say though, your insane. your your Bruce Dickinson impression sounds more like <laughs> Steve Harris. <laughs> 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 but there you go, there you go, there you go. A little, I I mean, a, at least it was in the same band. Same band. There you go. You you could say. You, you sounded like Young Cleese from Monty Python. Well, mm. I, I would, I would mean, no, not that much. Yeah, no, I don't think so. All right, number two. Nope, what you got for nope, number two? Nope, nope. Oh, number two. All right. Oh yeah. Ooh, number two. I got a good one. I got a good one. I've got a good one. Could you could you guess number two? No. Is it hard? Uh, yeah, there's too much. There's too much during this time period to guess. I I I would guess that number one has got to be Kiss, but I couldn't I couldn't guess number two. Ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you Metallica, go. Metallica, Master of Puppets. Metac- oh yeah, oh yeah. The first time I I get to see them live was on on this tour. To see Cliff Burton, and still today with vivid memories since I was like 15 years old standing in the, in the audience going like this <gasps> oh, I think I'm gonna die I'm fucking metallic ah. but still to this day this is one of the albums that I in my collection I play at least 
twice a month. Twice a month, easily. Mm-hmm. And I shit you not, with all the albums that that I got with me today, this is the one that that changed everything for me. I, I, I my first album was Ride Lightning, and I thought that was really really cool. But the instrumental parts on this one took it to the next level. When I thought that this can't be any better, I mean, fight fire with fire, ride lightning from whom the bell tolls, trapped under ice, and and I mean, ride. There is there is not a bad song on ride either. So, but it, it this one, it, it was like starting all over again. I I. I I remember sitting at my friend's house, listening to Ride the Lightning for the first time. I've told this story like a million times, but once Fight Fire started with the heavy guitars and and from from that classical intro with with the the acoustic guitar, and and I then I thought, well, how how are you gonna top that? I mean, for a band, fucking hell, it it's like. It, it, Ride Lightning, it, it's Metallica, Sergeant of Pepper, Sergeant Pepper. I mean, it, and and this one comes out, and you're thinking, holy shit, they took it to the next level. What the fuck? I mean, from from the the start of Battery into Monster Puppets, the thing that should not be Welcome Home Sanitarian, Disposable Heroes, Leper Messiah, Orion, and Damage Incorporated. Fuck me, that's a good album right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not putting down every, but it, it took me into the heavy, the heavy music scene from here. Right. I discovered Slayer, Anthrax, and and whatnot. Megadeth. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Because <laughs> he used to be in Metallica, but not anymore. Metallica, my name is Tim Mustaine. But still, fucking hell. Am I right or am I right? Fucking great album. Fucking great. It is. It's it's you see? You see those kids right there? 23, 24 years old, making an album like this. I would argue that's their from great album. Oh yeah. Justice was good, but it wasn't great. Yes. This was their last great album. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. Great. Okay. Yes. It's because I love you so much. You get to say every. It's because you know you I'm want, right. You I'm fucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's insane. The second time they're in Copenhagen with Fleming Rasmussen from Copenhagen, they record something like this. I mean, they're they're fucking kids, man. Yeah. Look at them. I mean, I think Lars still has his pimples going on right there. <laughs> it's in fucking sane to be able to 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 record an album like that. All right, favorite song. It's, What's your I don't favorite know. song? On oh, that? favorite song. I'm so traditional. I'm I'm so predictable. I ha- I I have to go with Monster Puppets. I mean, that intro it gets me every time. That fucking intro. There is something about it. I mean, I love Disposable Heroes. I love instrumental stuff, Orion and 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 Damage Incorporated. But it, every time I hear, pam, 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 I go, yeah, fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. I'm like a kid. I'm 15 years old. I'm standing there in in the crowd with like 3,000 other. I mean, it was a small venue, and I, it gets me every time. I, I I don't know. There is maybe it's something wrong with me, but but it's it's sort of like it's, uh, as soon as I when I hear it, hear it live, I I can even f- from from the four count on on on, uh, on Lars's hi hat when he goes, bam. I mean, I'm, it's fucking game over for me. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like fuck yeah, and I sing through that fucking song. And it's it's great. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's great. All right, number so one. There we go. Number one. Number one. Well, you of course you guessed I, it. I you already know what it is, and the too. audience knows what it yes. is. So 
Just show yes. it and be done with it so. already. <laughs> <laughs> no. You have to take it easy. It's it's such a valuable record. Of course it's Kiss Alive. Kiss of alive. course it is. It's Kiss Alive. Kiss Alive. Yes. Kiss Alive. <laughs> Num- copy and number. <laughs> yeah, copy number. <laughs> uh, it, it, this has got to be the record like that. that has got the most mentions on this show. We've talked about oh, Dio yes, a lot. Of we talk about Kiss a lot. Yeah. But this particular yeah. record, I feel, has got the most yeah. mentions ever. Yeah. But do you know what? Uh, uh, well, I'm not sure because I, I got a shock from from you like the other week when you told us that, that we're approaching like 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I might be wrong, but I, I don't think that we did a Kiss special. We did a Dio special. We did a ECDC special. But we never, oh, I mean, we talked about Destroyer. We talked about some other We've stuff. We've done some but records, we haven't but done we haven't. A, we've done some records. Done a Kiss special. So uh, I have to mention it. You see, that's why. Because you, you, you deny me a Kiss special. So that's I have why never I have denied you a Kiss special. special. I have never, ever <laughs> you done see? that. You see? I, actually, I think this was the first... In season one, I forget what episode it was, but I think this was the first Kiss record we ever talked about. Oh, yeah. I, I think so, too. I think so, so too. So go listen to that Just, episode. Go listen to that episode. Yes. And do. find out why yeah. this record is so important and magical to Mike. Oh, yeah. But, Mike, you got to tell us yeah. what your favorite song is on here. And I think we already all know it, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have to go there. So, of course, it's it's the opening track, Deuce. That's my all-time favorite. Deuce. I mean, it's fucking hell. There you go. And and you need to go look at this when when you find this when it says two. I I, I have to read specially priced two record set, including HP color booklet. And if you got this hyper sticker on there, mm-hmm. you most certainly have an RL copy of this album. And for people that used up to this point, used to listen to the show and and never get bored of me talking about this, this is the Robert Ludwig mastering of this album. We talked about Bob Ludwig mm-hmm. is his real name. No, it's Robert, of course. But Bob Ludwig, RL, and his initials is in in the Matrix, which is on and the Ronat Groove in on the the uh, the the vinyl itself, and it sounds fucking amazing. Robert Ludwig was the one that mastered Led Zeppelin too. We talked about this with the on the Kitty Player mm-hmm. and and the Needle. Jumping up and down the place, and they had to the master remaster it. Yes, so this is the one. That's the go one. Go out and get it. Number one. Look for it. It's there. You go. Cobo Hall, right there, Detroit, Michigan. Fucking hell! Kiss alive. Kiss alive. So that's it. There you go. So 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 from 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 one to five, we got kiss alive. And the song Deuce. Number two, we get Metallica with the album Master of Puppets and Song Master of Puppets. And number three, we got Iron Maiden, uh, Peace of Mind with the song The Trooper. And number four, we got Dio's Holy Diver. Of course, the song Holy Diver. And number five today is Def Leppard's Pyromania with the song Billy's Got a Gun. Billy's Got a Gun. So this is it. There you go. That's my top five. Top five. All-time favorite top five. All-time favorite top five. I think I'm I, I'm I'm able to stick with this one for, for uh, uh, a period of time right now. Okay. Kiss, Metallica, and Maiden are always going to be in there. Yeah. When when I do 
when I do, the, uh, I, I write down when people say, so what's your top five? I always mention Kiss Alive, Metallica's Master Puppets, and Dio's Holy Diver. And, well, who am I kidding? I, 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 this, is, this is my all-time. It's my ultimate top five list, everybody. There you go. So there we go. Now to the fun part. What's your top five songs? Well, from like the same. So, like I said in in the beginning, I had about five seconds to put this list together. (laughs) Mike puts me on the spot at the last minute to put this together. Um, And so Hmm. I'm thinking about okay, what did I listen to back in '83, '84, '85? What was I listening to back then? And it was an interesting mix. So for a little backstory, I lived in this really small, small, small town of about, I think at that point, it was like three or 400 people that lived in this little town. It was about 30, 40 minutes outside of Chicago. Um, obviously, a lot of big bands come through Chicago, but I was not ever able to get there to see them. And you would think radio in Chicago was good, but it it was it wasn't bad but there wasn't a lot of metal radio it was a lot of hard rock it was van halen and it was twisted sister and it was stuff like that 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 kind of came out that i got exposed to and that was really the only way that i could get exposed to music some friends that i've mentioned you know they they discovered some harder stuff like metallica and all that so this list might shock some people, um, but it was the stuff that I was listening to during those years. And I don't have mine in any kind of particular order, and I did not bring props like Mike did, so I have nothing to show you. <laughs> I've got booze bottles behind me. Just focus on that, I guess. So um, the first would be Van Halen and the Cradle Will Rock. I remember Ooh. being really into Van Halen, and um, and the Cradle Will Rock was just one of my all time favorite songs during I guess that would be eighty five I think it was nineteen eighty four into eighty five it was just Van Halen was just I don't know just one of those bands for me that really just just did it for me um, you know grew up mm-hmm. listening to all the the Van Halen one two all those you know. Women and Children oh, first and great, great Fair albums, Warning. Great albums. You know, it was just all those albums were just so phenomenal. But and the Cradle Will Rock was just one of those songs that I don't know. I just love that riff in it. It was just awesome. Um that's a cool song, right? There. Yeah. Um next on the list, little band you might have heard of. It's a band called Motley Crew. And I remember when those fuckers came out and I was just sort of like their imagery, you know, with the skull and the the chains and the fire and and all that, Um, even with the makeup and they were a little glammy at that point. I don't know how I was able to see through that, Um, but shout out to devil that record. I remember getting that record and it was just fucking like, I love that the beginning like in the beginning, the the song is like, okay, what the hell are we in for here? Like this is so unlike what I've already heard on the radio. And then you just get into it and it's like, oh, and then shout. It's just sort of an anthem song. And when you're like a teenager, yeah. you just want to go fuck shit up. And that song was just like made me want to go <laughs> fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 it, and it's funny when you mention Chat of the Devil, because I I actually literally held it in my hand trying to put together my, my top five list because I remember, I mean, that gatefold w- with with the pictures, fucking hell. Yeah. Be, being a kid and and it, it's sort of like opening up Alive 2 with, with Kiss with, with all the fires and bombs and, and, and shit going on and uh, seeing them. But I had to go with with like... I I don't know because I I played that album to death. I mean, fucking hell! Mm-hmm. I I listened to Shatter the Devil, but but it's all I had to, to go with my heart and and my top five list is by heart the the stuff that was most important to me. But ugh, I had to to 
put it into the shelf again, but it's, I, I get you. I get mm-hmm. you. Shout out the devil. Yeah. All right. Shout out the devil. And I'm just mentioning Shout out the devil. Uh, the, the song was shout out the devil, the title track off that record, by the way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Twisted sister is next on the list. Again, this was a band yeah. that was just so over the top. And again, we're not going to take it. I want to rock the videos. See, again, we had, we did have MTV. So once we got MTV, that was one more exposure that I got to that. And then right about the time MTV came around, we um, there was this show called Friday Night Videos. And they had a lot of the heavier rock stuff on there, hard rock, a little bit of metal and stuff. And um, that was... Uh, so that was good exposure, but you know, seeing Twisted Sister on MTV and those videos were just so like crazy and over the top. And talk about anthem! I mean, come on, these Snyder's fighting with our politicians here in the U.S. because they keep using "We're not going to take it," and he's like, "You guys don't even know what the fuck that song's about. You're, you, you guys are just idiots." But even to this day, these songs just stick out. But I think "Stay Hungry." was just a phenomenal record and it's i think it's somewhat underrated by a lot of people because it's these guys wore the the makeup and the hair and all that i think i think the band wasn't taken seriously but that i think was a great great record um the only song i think sucks on it is the price um but that's just my opinion my favorite one though the beast on that record. Ooh. I love that song. Oh, that's a good one. So, mm-hmm. um, I agree. And, uh, so this is where it gets a little tough for me because at this point I was still listening to stuff like Genesis and some of the more just rock stuff, not necessarily hard rock. So I was still listening to that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take a break and, and mention some, some, honorable mentions. So obviously we've got deep purple. Everybody knows deep purple. And it was about 1980. I think it was late 84, 85, maybe when, um, they came back, they made their big comeback with uh, perfect strangers. Mm -hmm. And so I remember I was the first of my friends to hear the new song. And, you know, where I remember being at our, my high school freshman, orientation and we're all hanging out, you know, and talking and stuff. And we're talking about deep purple and, you know, knocking on your back door off that record was like one of my favorite, that that's such a, the way it starts, you know, and it, and it reminds oh, yeah. me a lot of some of that old Genesis, right? It, it's got a lot of that kind of same vibe and people are going to be like, what the fuck mm-hmm. are you talking about? But I think it does. It's got that, you know, you know, it's it just, it's let them talk. Man. It's, 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 I don't know. It's just, it's deep purple. Wasn't at that point. They were a little bit different. They weren't what they were back in the seventies, mm-hmm. but still good stuff. Um, another honorable mention would be rat. Um, Oh yeah. You know, they came out. I'm like, okay, this is some interesting stuff. Obviously you heard round and round and all that stuff first, but then I discovered their EP. And then there was a song on the EP that was also on Out of the Cellar, their debut album, and that was Back for More. And I oh. liked it on Out of the Cellar, but the EP version is just so raw. Like all the songs on that EP were very raw and very just like, mm. I don't know. They, it just kind of struck something within me. And and that EP version of Back yeah. for More, I felt like that's a song that just kind of like, again, makes me want to go out and cause some trouble and kick some ass and not bother yeah. taking names. <laughs> just like, hey, fuck you kind of yeah. stuff. So it, in a top, in a top 10 list for me, Rat and, and Motley Crue are definitely in there. I mean, I, I just love Out of Cellar and I, I love Invasion of Your Primacy. And uh, 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 a little um, anecdote for you. Uh, um, I almost shit my pants when I got an email from Bu Hill, who was the, the producer of of those first records. I don't. I think I don't think he produced the EP, but mm-hmm. all all the ones I got of the seller and... and he wanted, yeah, and he wanted to work with Grand Reserva, mm. and he actually yeah. did. 
he he mixed and mastered the 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 song called Hellhound. So that's Bue Hill. And me and 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 Stefan from from Grand Server we're huge rat fans and we're going like this. Yay! Fucking hell. <laughs> uh so so just a little anecdote for you right there. So okay, sorry, go All ahead. All right. So let's see, where am I now? Okay, so there was, a, like I said, it, it was a, a big mix in how I could discover music. So, obviously, there was one song in the 80s that everybody knows, whether you're a fan of this band or not. And it's a little song called You've Got Another Thing Coming. And <laughs> the minute I heard that song, the minute I heard that beginning, I'm like, okay, this I, I love this band. And and listening to that song did not disappoint. And I remember getting that record for Christmas. And I played the fucking shit out of that record. It was <laughs> it was just I love that record. It was just so amazing, yeah. so awesome. It got me into that band. I got uh Defenders of the Faith that came after it. And you know, I, ever since that fateful day, the first time that I heard you've got another thing coming, I was a fan. Now, my yeah. my mom and my family, they were not fans um, because of the name <laughs> Judas Priest. They were, I don't want to say they were religious or over-religious, but, you know, they thought, oh, my God, it's devil music. You know, the, the big scare is always, oh, my God, heavy metal and, and Satan. Yeah. And with Judas yeah. and Priest – it's like, oh, oh yeah. my God, it's double oh. music. And I, I had a, a cousin who was, I don't know if she was a minister at the time or studying to be a minister. And she was like, oh, that's just horrible. Like, why do you like this music? And it was like, okay, come on. It's just good. Listen to it. Listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And, 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 and people like her talking to, to a, a metalhead. Yeah, right. You're supposed to listen less to the music mm. w when they say that. Oh, it's the yeah. devil's music. Everybody went out to the record shops <laughs> and got all those albums. So, which one are, are on, on the list for 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 the, the crazy Christians r radicals today? Yeah. Oh, it's Judas Priest, it's Wasp, and and you can go on the Twist and Sisters and so forth. Everybody went out, and the record sales for those bands they they, <laughs> they just increased. It was so funny. Yeah. Fuck and uh, just to continue on the whole satanic thing, my favorite song is yes. not You've Got Another Thing Coming. It is a phenomenal song, oh. but it's actually Devil's Child. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Uh, so, because you're, you're a devil. I'm, I'm, I'm a Satanist through and through. God damn it. <laughs> Satanist so, um, so anyway, Lord. yeah. So Judas Priest, Devil's Child. I mean, it just... It, it, yeah, there's not a horrible song on that record. Every song on that record is just amazing. You just turn that up, yeah, and oh, just what what can we? I mean, we've done a show on it. Let go back and listen. It's just it's a great show. Yeah, Very, yeah, just just fun. It's yeah, it is. It is okay. So before I get to my my last one, I will throw in another mm -hmm. another uh, honorable mention. And that's a band called oh, yeah. Warrior. Ooh. Now, I feel like not a lot of people are aware of this band. Yeah. This is kind of a band that kind of came through and, and no. left. But there was a song that I heard on the radio called Fighting for the Earth. And I fucking love that song. And it wasn't until recently that I actually heard anything else by them. And I can't say I'm a, I'm necessarily <laughs> a fan of the band itself, but that song, that song, I played yeah. the shit out of like, it's, whenever it would come on the radio, I would just fucking crank that. I would record it onto a cassette tape and just fucking play that all the time, you know, cause we all had our mixtapes. Yeah. We all had radios that we always had a, yeah, we all had a tape in there. We're yeah. all ready to freaking hit record. <laughs> We're just waiting. We're waiting. Yeah, yeah. The DJ's like, okay, coming <laughs> yeah, up just and waiting, so. coming up next, it's gonna be Warrior. And I'm like, okay, great. And then it's not. It's like fucking yeah. journey or some shit. And I'm like, what the hell? You just <laughs> said Warrior. Like, come on. Come on. So Warrior fighting for the earth. And and if you know that song and you're listening yeah. or watching, let us know what you think of that. Cause I feel like not many people know about that. And maybe I'm wrong, but I feel 
No, I, I've only heard the the name before because I I was watching one one of those like when when they did all the the, the genres and all the with, with heavy metal music and and stuff that came out in the eighties and so forth, and the guy under actually listened to to Warrior. So and and this was just like a couple of years ago that that I I first heard of them, and uh, I was intrigued, and then I listened to it. And uh, and I was wasn't intrigued anymore. I'm sorry to say, but I'm going to go listen to that particular song. Yes, it's on the streaming platform, so, so you can find it pretty easy. I'm sure there's a, a video on YouTube yep. of it. And uh, but yeah, that's cool. that that's that. Now for my last my last one, if you wanted to, mm-hmm. you could call this number one because it, it it is like my one of my favorite bands, I guess. So you brought up peace of mind earlier. And Mm -hmm. as I said, that was my introduction to, to, to maiden. And I remember listening to that, kicking back, listening to that in 1983. That was uh, the other record that I got for Christmas, I think along with priest. And then I'm like, okay, I got to have more. And then I went to iron maiden, the first, first record. And mm-hmm. that one, I'm like, because it is so much different. But as a kid, you don't even realize it's a different singer. It's like, it sounds different, but, no. you know, okay, you know. <laughs> you know, and it's a little more punkish, you know, and, and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So it's got to be like the, the song that I played and played and played and played off of that record which is not my favorite today, but it was then, was the song Iron Maiden. Oh. Today it's Phantom of the Opera. Oh. That's my cool. that's my favorite song on that record is is Phantom. And probably my my all-time favorite maiden song was would be Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. But yeah, so Iron Maiden, I just cool. loved that that riff, you know. And of course it's it's the song yeah. where Eddie comes out, you know, when the, on tour, you know, on stage and you know, yeah. he, he starts fucking with all the band members and shit. But so there you go. There, there, there's my list. There's my big list with a couple oh, mentions thrown in there for good measure. But well, that's a good list, right? But, there. You know, I mean, cool. You mentioned Pyromanian. I completely forgot about that record. I mean, that's easily in that yeah. list. There's Dio. I remember picking up the cassette tape, uh, Rainbow in the Dark, and it just, you know. There, there was just so much good shit back then yeah. that it's really, oh yeah, it's almost impossible to to, yeah, to come up is. with a list and and, and and to be able to to be able to to grow up in that period of time when when all that that great music came out. It, I'm, I'm we're, we're so spoiled, blessed. we're spoiled, it's, and that's it's why the music to sucks today. Because yeah, we're it's spoiled. Not as good as yeah, it was that. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here on Sounds of Milo. That's why music sucks today. Music sucks today. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. There we man. go. Well, uh, <laughs> there you go. And don't forget, people, that uh, today we got uh, the, the documentary from Sweden Rock Festival out there. So you can go and watch it on YouTube and and uh, on, on wow, well, well, tell tell the people where, where BooseHoundTV.com. You could get to it on YouTube. You see, we are BooseHound.com slash YouTube. It'll take you right there yes. to the YouTube homepage, and it'll be right there up in front. You can see it. It'll be there, there's a yeah. section that'll be for like cool. documentaries and shorts, and it'll be right in there up front. So you will be able to find it and watch mm-hmm. it in all its beautiful glory. Because it's glorious. What can we say? It it is. It is. So check that out and and follow us on YouTube and all uh, the other places on social media. Hook us up on Instagram and and, and whatnot. And, and go uh, to Sons on Vinyl. Well, the fuck it. social media. Go to Sons on Vinyl dot com. <laughs> see you. See actually, Sons on Vinyl dot com. That's going to be the place coming soon for Sons on Vinyl. We are working very hard behind the scenes to put together some really epic shit. So when we're not on air, when you can't listen to us in between shows, you can go there and find all kinds of cool stuff to listen to, to watch, to read, to 
engage and have some fun. And uh, I, I can't wait oh, until yeah. we oh, yeah. till we launch that because that's going to be a lot of fun. And with that, it's, it's time be. to say farewell. Unfortunately, it we is. have to go. Thanks for listening yes. as always, and uh, tell all your friends about it. Oh yeah, because we want some. We want to expose ourselves, not in not in a weird way, but to all you guys out there <laughs> and all your friends, and let them know about the show. And uh, until next time, later, later. This has been the Sounds on Vinyl show with Mike Spenson and Phil Boyer, produced by Boozehound Entertainment in cooperation with Boozehound Music. Intro and outro music by Dead Anarchy, courtesy of Shop Glass Records. For exclusive playlists, videos, and other extras, visit soundsonvinyl.com. Thanks for listening, and for all your motherfucking support. <laughs>